We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are breaking down all aspects of Yankee baseball. This is the Bronx Pinstripe Show with your hosts, Andrew Rotondi and Scott Reinen. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. The Yankees are down 0-2. Therapy session game two. They're down 0-2 in the series. Um, offense completely non-existent, gifted the two runs. The only reason it was a one-run game is because Valdez decided to chuck the ball down the right field line. Otherwise, it's three zip. All right. What are you feeling? How are you feeling, Scott? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, Alex Bregman. Alex Bregman again. It's Alex Bregman, that guy, that, 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 that guy, that guy's face bothers me very much. Very much that guy's face bothers me. But he's a very good baseball player. And was, uh, uh, it, it seems to be the, you know, the guy that's always, always, always getting a big hit, always doing something positive for that team. And he did it again. He, he, uh, he made Severino pay on one pitch. Severino, I thought, was, was pretty good otherwise. Um, yeah. You know, again, like he gets, he gets deeper into a game and, and he becomes extremely good. But he got snake bit. He got snake bit by Bregman. <laughs> left the ball over. Darlin was talking about it a, a billion times. You know, just left so it a little, annoying. A little too much. Yeah, he he says the same thing over and over again. But he did leave the the ball over the plate enough um, for Bregman to get it. I, every time I see an inside pitch, inside fastball like that, it gives me nightmares. To the, in the in in that in that building, I think of Chad Green. I think of. Um, now Severino throwing it on the inside to Bregman and and them just pulling it down that line down that that uh, so, so. they did it again they did it again they did the same goddamn thing yeah so I was talking about this with with my dad because he called me in a in a, in a frenzy in a, in a fury of a rage of he fury does, he does this thing where he calls me after something bad happens and he's already halfway through his rant. And then he just hangs up before I have a chance to respond. 
so I so I literally just was on the phone with him for two minutes, just listening to him scream his head off, and then he hung up. He just hangs up. But yeah, but then he I called him. Then he I talked to him like twenty minutes after that, uh, after the Yankees were gifted their two runs back, and we were talking. We were actually having a civil conversation at that point, and um, he's like. You know, Bregman's their best player. And you know, argue all you want. Maybe I'll maybe Altuve you say is their best player, maybe Alvarez their best player. But they have a, a handful of hitters, they have a handful of most dangerous players in their lineup. But the bottom line is whether it's Bregman, Alvarez, Altuve, they have superstars, and one of them is ste- stepped up today for them. You look on the other side for the Yankees, Judge almost stepped up for the Yankees, caught at the wall. Maybe some bad luck with the roof being open, knocking the ball down. Uh, there was a tweet that uh, we that I that I saw on on some metrics on that ball. Uh, apparently, based on the launch angle and exit velocity, the average ball travels 414 feet with those launch angles and exit velocity. His ball traveled 345 feet. 345 feet is a lot shorter than 414 feet. I don't know how a roof is going to trim 70 feet or whatever it is off of that. But, hey, I guess that's what happened. People are talking about the the, the roof actually making the ball fly more. I I hate both. People were saying I I didn't understand. I was on Baseball Savant today looking at the park factor with the roof closed. That's a bandbox with the roof open. It's a pitcher-friendly park, especially for home runs. It's interesting. And so people were like, oh, conspiracy theory. The Astros wanted to keep the revote. Apparently, they had no call to say in the matter, right? I thought it was MLB. And what, yeah. MLB, something to do with taxes. It needs to I was, be I saw, it's I under saw, a certain humidity. I saw one of you guys put taxes in the freaking notes. I'm like, I have no idea yeah. what that means. No, so um, uh, they said it on the broadcast today. For tax purposes, in order to get their retractable roof approved, this the city put in some sort of thing that if it's under a certain humidity, the roof has to be open. And today it was under a certain humidity, so the roof had to be open. <laughs> so, so, so the, the government—it's a long con against the. It's Yankees a, good, it's the a government. government conspiracy to knock judges home run down. Yeah, I off mean, the bat, that ball was gone. I thought I thought it was gone. I really thought I sorted everybody else boom. watching it. Everybody, everybody watching that. Astros fans, Yankees fans alike, everybody thought that was gone. Boone said uh, he thought it was gone and he thought that if the roof was closed, definitely would have been out. And the wind was also blowing in from right field. He didn't say it angrily, apparently, but I was Yeah, be because it. like what are you gonna do? Yell yeah, at the freaking wind? It's yell like, at yell at the weather, <laughs> yell at the roof being open that they both played in. It's the same argument people make about Yankee Stadium having a short right field. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? It 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 is what it is. The elements are the elements. Everybody's playing in the same fucking elements. It was it was unfortunate that that ball could have gone out. You know, this doesn't matter. It is what it is. This doesn't matter. I'm just doing it to make myself feel better, and I think it'll make someone else feel better. So, if you guys had to guess, have they scored more runs in Houston in these two games? Or less runs than they did in the first two games in the 2017 ALCS in Houston. Probably more. They didn't score in the 2017. They scored ALCS two runs run. in two in two games there. That's I, I believe they scored three runs. I believe they scored three runs in four games in Houston in the 2017 ALCS. That would be correct. ALCS. Yeah, that would be correct. That made me the, feel the, a little the bit. only run on the on the trip back in game six and seven was a meaningless solo home run by by Greg Bird. No, Why does that make you feel better? 
I, I don't know, because 2017 was fun. You think Maybe they're going to sweep the Astros at Yankee Stadium? Um, they could. Yeah, very possible. I feel they good could. about them at home, and they did not strike me as I'm gonna. I'm gonna get my ass. I'm gonna get bit in the ass for saying this. They did not strike me as being ten light years better than the Yankees in these two games, at all. The Yankees no, have half were... their lineup that's an automatic out, and the other half that we wouldn't consider an automatic out. Judge just completely a non-factor right now. Glaber Torres non-factor right now. Rizzo is having really good at bats. Stanton, I don't know, he's having okay at bats. He hit a missile yesterday, a piss missile off the right field wall. Bader, I, I like that they moved him up to the leadoff spot. I would still put Rizzo leadoff, as I've been saying this whole fucking postseason. Guy's got like a 500 on base percentage. He was coming into uh, today's game with a 480 on base percentage in the postseason. Put him leadoff. It's not hard. I mean, Harrison, the Harrison Bader move to, to leadoff kind of worked. Like, it was. It he worked. got on base. Yeah. I know he got on base with Judge. Yeah, yeah. I not, mean, it's it's there's nothing, it's there's nothing it's better than Glaber. It. It's better than there's Glaber. Yeah. It's just he like had three at bats and was on, and or four at bats, I guess, and was on two times. So, he, yeah, fine. You can't ask Rizzo, for a lot Rizzo's more. having good at bats. Bader's having good at bats. Everyone else in the lineup is not having good at bats. And then when you got to six, seven, eight, and nine in the lineup today, Donaldson, Higgy, Peraza, and uh, Oswaldo Cabrera. Automatic outs. Also, Donaldson uh, doubled on the line and then worked that walk at the end to bring up Carpenter for the the, the go ahead run at the play. So Donaldson was not the problem tonight either. He he did get it was a two out double, and then and then again like you know he did the same thing last night worked a uh, worked a late walk and had a good at bat or had a good at bat late in the game, which is the reason apparently Boone said he was continuing to be playing, but. Um, yeah, it's it's actually the guys that you know, the guys that you mentioned were the only ones that did anything. Everybody else did nothing. Let's talk about the young guys who did nothing. Peraza was overmatched for mm-hmm. sure. Struck out twice. Um, bounced a couple balls as well. Cabrera almost screwed up another ball in the outfield. Almost got into a. Uh, I know the the wind was swirling because His of the humidity and the taxes. The taxes were bad and got the got the got the ball swirling up there. Gets gets everybody all. All uh, all juiced up, and then um, and then yeah, Glaber's just not not looking not looking great. Judge at least had a hit, but they're not hitting, man. They're, they're just not, not hitting. hitting. They they're need to go hitting. to Yankee Stadium. They need to go to Yankee Stadium. We need to get yeah. loud as fuck. We need to will get them fired more? up. Yeah, and they will and they will hit the ball. They will hit the ball. They will not strike out thirteen or seventeen times at Yankee Stadium. They will not do that. Don't forget, they did face their two best pitchers, yeah. and this was not the Yankees. This is their Yankees three and four. I yep. all, you know, yep. you know, I mean, that's a positive. The Yankees pitching has been really good. good. Yep. But yeah, pitching's been good. This is this has been playoffs. This has been pretty, no, I'm not, pretty I'm standard not calling, playoff baseball. I'm not calling the series over because I, I think you win you can win the Cole and, and Nestor game and then it's a tie series. Like I think that's completely possible. It's just the offense has just been so pitiful. And today they scored two runs, but they were gift runs. So you want to say unlucky on the judge home run? Okay. Well, it's a wash for the two runs that they got gifted to them. By I, you can't Valdez. call a home run that doesn't go out of the park unlucky, though. I'm sorry, you just can't. It's not uh, unlucky. He just right. didn't hit it out. I agree. I agree. He didn't hit it far enough. So, um, the offense has just been terrible. I, I hope it'll be better at Yankee Stadium. I'm not super confident it's going to be night and day better at Yankee Stadium. How about that Wandy pickoff move? 
talk about something positive. I think it was nasty. Mm-hmm. Carlos Correa and Pedro Martinez are doing the TBS post game right now. That's brutal. That's Carlos. Wait, Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa is in Houston doing the the pre and post for TBS, which is wild. He's so unlikable. How is he? Ha- how does he have? They a had job? him. They had him interview Pena after the ALDS, which is just totally strange. It's like, good, happy to see you doing well. While I'm sitting here broadcasting in October, he got paid. He got paid. He did exactly what he wanted to do. Oh, no, you right, but Astros wanted Astros. Astros paid. Tried to pay. All right, so let's talk anyway. about some stuff from the game. Um, I yeah. I was happy about the lineup shakeup. Um, even though I was bitching two minutes ago about Rizzo not leading off. I, I like that they move Bader up. I said that's what I would do if if it's not Rizzo. So they move Bader up. They actually played Peraza at shortstop. He made, you said he bounced a couple throws. He did bounce a couple throws. He also made some nice plays too. Um, the, for, the play in the first inning, first or second, first inning was was terrific. It was a terrific play. It was, yeah, it was, and the, it was the, a great play. The charging play he made too later in the game yeah. uh, was a really nice transfer play as well. I don't know if the I Glaber, the Glaber double play, plays. the Glaber double play. I got to make fun of a little bit because it looked it looked so flashy. Yeah, it looked and it was every it was it was a it was a big moment. Great play. I know the ball was hit relatively hard, um, but D- Glaber, you know, fielded it to the side, fell over, flipped it to Peraza for like the spin move, which looked a little unnecessary. Bounced the ball, Rizzo. It was just a lot of things going on in that play that worked. Yeah. Anytime um, you short hop a ball, anytime you short hop a ball like that and you fall down and then you make the throw from your ass, it's like people freak out. It was a nice play. It was, yeah. a, it was a big moment to get and out little, of it. The little the Yankees, it was like a choreographed double play is what it was. You know was. what? They've turned, their defense has turned some nice double plays. They've made some big plays and Rizzo has been a vacuum at first base, saving errors. Yeah. Their defense yeah. has bailed them out of some situations. Like again, I'll, I'll freaking complain about this. So Severino comes out back out for the for the sixth inning. They're going batter to batter batter with Severino. It's just he can't he can't give a reliever a clean inning. He just can't do it. Didn't bite him in the ass again tonight, but it's only a matter of time until it bites him in the ass. He goes batter to batter with Severino, gives up a hit, brings in Lewisica, who gives up a hit, and then gets a double play ball. It's like I don't understand. Why he feels the need? It, it's worked. It's worked for him twice. I don't know how you can possibly really complain about it. To be honest, just because you don't it's believe it. Moronic. It's moronic. It's moronic. Twice. Not to mention they they could have pulled him in that game in Cleveland, Severino, and they went batter to batter with him, and he went three and a half innings. After that, they literally went batter to batter. He had three perfect innings. Like they were pulling. That's him. true. Yes, they were. Do you think You're they right. were going to go another three innings with him if he was bad? No, I think they were. Yeah, 70 I think pitches, eighty pitches. He could have yeah, done at the least pitch one, count was fine. Not, you know, I agree. And as we so know, you're going to judge this strong, on one batter strong. getting on, one runner getting on is going to cause you to pull him. If you're confident enough that he's at seventy pitches and still strong, and you're sending him back out there, you're going to make the decision on one batter getting on. That's yeah, so stupid. Of I would. I, I would. I would have kept him in to be honest. But they. They. They do have that. If there's any bit of trouble, any hint of trouble, they're gonna bring they're gonna bring someone else in. It's just stupid. It's just stupid. There, I mean, and Severino was again, he looked good. He looked good. Later in the the later in the game that guy goes, the the stronger he seems to get. So yeah, it's my confidence actually starts going up with Luis Severino, uh, the fifth and sixth inning. It's unnecessary. They're, they they weren't gonna extend him much more anyway. 
So just set your pitchers up for success and give Loisaga a clean inning. It's not that hard. They actually probably saved themselves using a pitching today because they let Loisaga go two, and then they went to Wandy to finish the ninth, where if they start Loisaga the inning, he probably can't go the full two. You might be drawn in because, you know, they brought what they brought Wandy, save pitchers they brought, they brought Wandy into the lane. What are you saving pitchers for? The, you his did lane. that in game one. You saved pitchers oh, in game I, I'm one. I'm not saying save pitchers. You have an off day on Friday. Pitchers. I'm saying it's a byproduct of the way they did it. Great. I'm not saying yeah, but it, there's an off day. An I, don't, off day. Mm-hmm. I don't think the off day, I don't I don't think they're trying to save anybody. I think, you know what? again, again, Loisaga, Loisaga looked very good. Again, he's looked good the entire playoffs. And you stay with that guy going with it. You, you don't don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. I think there's, I mean, I don't think that they're thinking about this, but this is something that I've been thinking about. I think that they're kind of trying to not overexpose these guys to the Astros in seven games. Like, I don't think so. They've seen enough. Everybody has tape. Everybody knows who these guys I, are. They all know who these guys are. The wise guy's been in the league for how many years? It's not like they're, these are any, these guys are not new guys. They, they know these, these guys. They have, I know, have I just, my pads filled with at bats. They all have. Yeah, they the all Chad have Green's from the 2019 where he threw like a hundred pitches in that series leading up. Then he had to open Game Six. Um, yeah, but but I'm not saying that they're like necessarily trying to do that. But like, you know, that that was a very different circumstance, though. Well, they just were overusing him. They overused him. Yeah, he was Scott Proctor. So you um, last night we talked about how. Only to win one of these two games to steal a game and head back to Yankee Stadium in the driver's seat. Um, and they clearly managed game one so they could be set up to steal game two. Like that, that's how they were setting it up, right? Um, you, you know, you got to hit to steal a game. So the pitching, pitching matchups be damned. Pitching, whatever you did to set it up, like, yeah, it, they were in the game. Both games it worked. It, if in either one of those games they get the ball, they they could they have the ability to win both. Yes, I know that. But you you were in a tie game. You didn't have a lead today. You had a you had at least in a tie game in game one, where if you use your bullpen a little bit differently, maybe Rizzo's home run in the eighth inning gives you the lead instead of gets you within two. I mean that's it's a stretch, just, but they, it just goes back to the fact that the the way they managed the first game of the ALCS, Andrew, the pitching so is asinine. not the problem. The pitching is not why they're down 0-2. It's the I offense. know it's not it's why not they're the down. I know the offense is a bigger problem than the pitching, but you have to also acknowledge the game situation and that not a lot of runs are being scored in this series. So yeah, how are you going mean, to win a close low scoring game? Yeah, I, I know. know we acknowledge utilize it. We acknowledge utilize it from, your bullpen from, as best as you possibly can. Give up as few runs as you possibly can. Don't let Clark Schmidt go out there to give up two home runs. Okay, that was yesterday. That's not tonight. That that that's not tonight. They your whole argument yesterday was, oh, they're going to go and steal game two, and then and there then, was no argument. That's what they were doing. That's Bregman hit the three home what, run in the third inning, was in and, front it's, of, and it's good night. It's what was in front of our face. It was not. It was not an argument two or four. It was what was in front of our face. That's what was happening. That's what was yeah. happening. And and unfortunately, in both games, the Yankees can't hit a curveball. And these guys throw a lot of freaking curveballs. A lot of curveballs. And, yeah, and Val- Valdez, they can't, they can't hit it. Valdez's best pitches curveball. Yeah, that's not good for the Yankees. McCullers is coming next. 
He threw Not 24 curveballs straight in the 2017 ALCS against them, and they didn't hit a single one of them. 24 straight. What do you think he's going to do on Saturday? You got to curveball him. Yeah. And and ho- and hopefully, uh, hopefully that you know locations off, and and these guys aren't hitting their spots, and then they gotta they gotta fight behind. They gotta work those counts. Get get into fastball counts. Get into these these more these uh, more favorable counts so that they can do some damage. And and I think they have a much better opportunity to do that when they're in the Bronx. So you, we we know how the Yankees hit at home. And and that's what we have to point to. We have to we have we have our two best pitchers throwing on Saturday and Sunday. Garrett Cole has done the is he's nutted up twice now, or once once and a half, and uh, one and a half nuts. He's got a um, he's got a half of a what, nut from before from we move time. on to game three. What do you think of the fact that they pinch run LaCastro in the ninth inning, and then he just doesn't run on the first two pitches? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. He like he didn't get a good jump. I, I don't know. He sh- the first the first pitch was a was a ninety mile an hour changeup. It looked yep. like uh, that was right the first the pitch thing. was a meatball down the middle, and Carpenter didn't swing. I'm assuming because he thought Tim LaCastro, the pinch runner, whose only purpose on the roster is to steal a base, was going to steal a base. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he didn't get a good read off the off of um, off of Presley. I don't know because he went on the third pitch or the fourth pitch, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. He went on the last pitch, the, the ball in the dirt that Carpenter swung and missed at check swing. What the fuck is he there for if you're not going to try and steal a base on the first two pitches? You absolute idiot! Not you, Tim LaCastro. It's just so. It's just. It's just. It's just like. I'm sitting there watching. He's, this he's not getting signs. Like, He's going in to steal a base. Like that's your entire job yeah. is to go in so there, steal the base. The pitcher. And I mean, he he's probably watched, you know, hours of film on Presley, understanding that that's probably one of the guy, one of the two to three guys that he's going to be going, um, uh, going into the game to steal a a base against. Right? Like it's Pe- it's Presley. It's uh, uh, uh what's his name? Abreu. It's he's going. He's he's going to be stealing off of one of their back ending guys. So he should know their moves. He should have a lot of confidence walking into that. And, I just and, think you have looking. to you have to go on one of the first two pitches to give not that Carpenter has even made contact in his at bats, but like you have to give a chance to where he can get a base hit. Like you can't well, wait until O two. The other thing is you get you get on the second base, you're helping Carpenter out now too. You're helping sure. Carpenter you know, you're, you're, you're able to, whether you're giving us, whether you're able to, to, uh, to, to, you know, give any tells or anything, you got a pesky runner on second base. That's a problem. It probably changes the defense for Carpenter a little bit as well. Uh, they can't be shifting as much. So there's, there's a lot of different things that happen. If you get on second base, there's more pressure on the pitcher, no doubt gives Carpenter a much, uh, more confident at bat, I think too. So yeah, you, you wait until the, was it the third or the fourth pitch of the at bat? It was the fourth pitch of the at bat. It was right? the fourth pitch of the at bat that he that he actually ran on. Uh, yeah. He was not running and, at all on the third pitch. He kind of bluffed on the second pitch. Didn't run on the first. He pitch. bluffed on the second pitch. I don't know, and I don't know if he bluffed to bluff. I don't know what the bluff was. Like he didn't get off enough and stopped. It just didn't feel confident in his release, or what that was. I'd have to look back at it to see his body language a little bit more. But they, uh, I don't understand a fake a fake run. Like what the fuck does that do? 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Another annoying thing is somehow Marty Maldonado got on base three times tonight. The, the 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 inning in which the Astros scored all their runs started when Severino plunked him on an 0-2 pitch. That's the winning run, kind of. So it's Maldonado. He's the number nine hitter. He's not a good hitter. You can't let him get on base three times. You can't hit him on an 0-2 pitch. You can't he give him a sin. He yeah. You can't yeah. walk him. You can't give up a single to him. Also on an 0-2 pitch. These are things you cannot do. And expect to beat the Astros. Boone, uh, Boone, Boone's quote on the game, on the thing, he said, quote unquote, I think the roof open kind of killed us. I think it's a 390 <laughs> foot ball. Can't oh kind of say that. He's getting whipped all over Twitter. Severino oh also weighed in. Said God. Bregman hit. Severino was a little bit more like talking shit. Uh, Bregman hit it at 91. That's the only thing I'm going to say. And Judge hit it at 106 and it didn't go out. I don't know. They got Now one. they're comparing exit velocities. Yes, yeah, they serious. Bregman, Bregman, Bregman's stroke on that ball. I just was, hate talk shit. It's not like it was a wall scraper either. I mean, that ball went fully in back of the stands. So maybe it the went to roof the back is, of that section. Maybe if the roof is closed, it's in the sixth row instead of the back of the stands. But the way that he elevated that ball, it's going out. I I think that's terrible pitch selection. That's it's too. like Fenway Park. All you have to do is get the ball up. Boone actually, they, they're bad pitch selection because when he was delivering, I literally said outside, I said out loud, slider, 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 and he went up and in with a fastball, which he wasn't doing the entire beginning of the game because he was clearly trying to pitch them away for that reason, for that exact reason. So that well, he just missed his spot. He could, he should, no, he, he should have, he should have said, I threw a great pitch. That was part of the quote that I left out. Still missed his spot. So they, 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 they think they should have won. They did everything right. They made a great pitch to Bregman, yeah. and he hit a a pop up. Should have been a pop up, but the roof was open, so it went fully over the stands. And then uh, Judge should have hit a three hundred and ninety foot home run. 
but the roof was open, so it only went 345 feet and it was caught at the wall. Got it. They should have won. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I saw a lot of Yankees fans on Twitter complaining about the umpire, even though he gifted Luis Severino like seven strikes in the first three innings. <laughs> he was. He was bad. I mean, he was bad both sides. But when, it was in when, the favor of Luis Severino. When when are umpires good? This is the same conversation every single every single time. It feels like these the guys only, just miss a lot I'm of calls. Bringing, I'm bringing and that up. stupid box just. I hate that it's box. The worst thing. I'm starting to hate that yes. box. Yeah, I've said this that all box along. Just, it's the worst. That thing. box makes everybody on Twitter like, "Oh my God, what a f- yep. what a!" If you just I, just get rid of the box so that we can all box. make our own decisions. Yep, remove the box. It, at I least mean, on stay, Fox, on Fox they have it like really light, so you can barely see it. They bring it back on like the replay, but it's really faint. Stanton got screwed on the 3-0 pitch, but then he swung and missed at a fastball, and then he looked at a fastball. Yeah, I mean these guys are so on guard for the that curveball and the breaking stuff. It's like they're not going out there hunting. Hunting. Uh, they should be hunting fastballs. They should be hunting. They should do. The, they should pull the A rod and just look fastball. That's it. Just look right, fastball. So go up look. there and look for a zone and fucking attack that zone. That's it. And let's, that's that's probably what they'll do at Yankee Stadium. Let's look ahead to Game Three. I, I actually, I mean, I legitimately think the series is not over because you should easily, not easily. You should win game three with Garrett and, Cole on the mound and a and day off two. beforehand. Um, and then you've got a 2-1 series and Nestor Cortez coming. Like This series can very easily be 2-2 after four games. So the series is by no means over. Um, but, I mean, you're not going to score a lot of runs off the, off the Houston bullpen. Like The Houston bullpen has been great. They've been good all season. I know the only two games the Yankees won against the Astros this year at Yankee Stadium were like these crazy ass comebacks late, late in the game. Gonna need the ghosts, as someone once said. Yeah. They're good, man. Yankee they Stadium, are. Yankee Stadium brings back uh, brings back life into this team. So I'm very confident in that. I'm very confident in that. I'm excited to go to the game. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We're going to be uh, losing our minds out there. Going to be going to Billy's. Going to be losing our minds, and they're going to score runs. And Garrett Cole is going to shove, and that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. And then Nestor Cortez, the everyday man, the people's champ, is going to go out there, do some funky shit, and he's going to beat them too. And we're going to be tied two to two. That's what's going to happen. So you could. So I, I tweeted, I said, it's only a matter of time before Altuve, who is hitless in this postseason, and Alvarez, who the Yankees have handled pretty well, start to hit. And I do believe that's true. Like, those are two of their best hitters that have just not done anything so far. You could also say it's only a matter of time before Judge and Stanton start to hit as well. So the entire Yankees lineup. No, I'm not expecting the bottom half of the lineup to start to hit. Like, But I am expecting the top of the lineup to start to hit better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, Harrison Bader is has has been probably their their best hitter in this uh in this series. I mean, no no doubt, probably in the postseason, really. Um like you said, Rizzo doesn't have the Rizzo have doesn't have like didn't Rizzo didn't have the you know, much to show for it, but he did, he he's had good at bats. That last yeah. at bat was was a very good at bat. Um What so, do you mean yeah, he's been your, on what's base? Your question? He's been on base. He had a, like a today. Has, today he did. Today have. he didn't have. A, yeah, uh, they've only you, played two games. What are you doing in left field? And what are you doing at shortstop? Um, in game three, 
I mean, what am I doing? I'm I'm putting IKF at shortstop, and I'm putting um, uh, probably putting Cabrera in left field. I don't put it past them to go back to IKF at short. I think there's a very real possibility that happens. Yeah, I mean, there's nobody is taking this position right now, guys. It's like again, we had this conversation last night. There's there's go with the guy that's got the best glove. Got done it, uh, you know, at least a little bit. I got no problem if they go to IKF at all. None. It's it's probably not going to make. I mean, obviously. During the season, say what you want about IKF, but during the season, IKF in clutch moments did get Ken was 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 it we got base hits like the guy the guy actually did things in high tension moments. Can we talk about Aaron Boone? I think having a personal vendetta against Logan. Um, (laughs) You you. (laughs) I'm trying to I'm trying to pull up the quote because the gold glove thing the gold glove. So what was the context here? He was asked. All right. So Aaron Boone said that Aaron something Judge, about Aaron Judge. Yeah, here it he is. was in center and right. Brian Hope. Aaron Boone said that Aaron Judge splitting time in center and right hurt his chances for winning a Gold Glove. He said, "Quote: A case can be made that Isaiah Kiner-Falefa should be a Gold Glove finalist." And said to me, "It's a joke that Josh Donaldson isn't li- listed." I mean, it maybe is a joke. Josh Donaldson isn't listed. <laughs> but the guy he has benched three games now in the playoffs. They've played seven games in the playoffs, and IKF, the quote Gold Glove finalist, has been benched in three of them for his poor defensive play. He's saying should be a Gold Glove. Finalist. Those awards are a sham anyway. Sandy they are a sham. I mean, come on. But I almost feel like I almost feel like Boone is gaslighting the fan base at this at this point. He's trying to not falling for it. Yes, you are. The the, um, it it doesn't matter. None of them have worked. So flip a fucking coin. I agree. Have them fight it out. Get uh, have Peraza. Get on judges' shoulders and have IKF get on Stanton's shoulders, and they can chicken fight for it. Okay, hey, a lot. Of I don't give a shit. That. It doesn't matter. It's they not one of them has proven that it's a, a benefit to have the other in there. So who gives a shit? What's up with Harrison Bader's mouth guard? It looks like a retainer. Yeah. Maybe it's some, uh, maybe what it's an Invisalign. Today? What was that on his? Was that dirt on his hands? Like orange on his hands? You notice that? I didn't notice it. He had orange all over the palms of his hands. I don't know if it was uh, uh, pine tar or if it was. Yeah, probably. It's, I was going to say it could be pine tar. It could be that spray shit that they put on. It could be. Uh, yeah. So, what, so we're going to the game on Saturday. I'm actually very excited for, for, for this. The first time I've been to Yankee Stadium this year. I only went to one game that was at City Field. What are, what are we looking at for? Uh, so it's a five o'clock game. This is this is what we have to look forward to. Like, let's start planning. This is where what kids. This drunk. is what kids. This is what kids do to you. <laughs> where are we going to get? Where are we going to get drunk? And what's the weather going to be like? What do I have it's to be wear? Nice. It is going to be nice. It's supposed to be seventy. Ooh, sixty degrees at five p.m. Oh, that's oh no! I need. I need. I need. I need forty-five degrees. I was with you I on that, Scott. I was with. I you. need to layer up. No, no, uh Saturday, sixty-seven degrees, low of forty-six. So we're probably going to be like. There you go. 
There you're probably go. gonna yeah, be we're, like we're gonna get high fifties at game time, and it'll get down yeah. to low fifties by by the late innings. Uh, nice little, nice be, little wind whipping through the outfield. It'll feel like forty five. For anyone that wants to uh, view the post game podcast, we will be doing it from the hallowed grounds of the old Yankee Stadium on the on the bleachers that still remain there. That's where we've been doing all of them. You might see Scott um, use Pissed the restroom building in public. If it's locked, if it's locked, then <laughs> what do you? What else are you supposed to do? Don't call the police. Um. So it's I'm not very the only one there. It's I'm, like a fucking. It's like a fucking. <laughs> so the extension of it's a tributary of the horrible. It was river Scott and a bunch of wild dogs pissing all over buildings. <laughs> um. So I'm very much looking forward to Saturday because yeah, I don't leave the house anymore. Yeah, it'll be fun. So um, I'm sure we'll be at Billy's beforehand. So if you're going to the game, uh, swing by and flag us down, grab a beer. Say what's up. It'll be fun. We got uh, we got like 50 people. We got like 50 people out in our section. So it'll be a good time. I'm excited for it. Anything else you want to touch on from the game? No, let's just put those put those two put those two games behind us. Move forward. Move forward. That's what we're doing. Let's get a prediction. Who's going to be the one that uh, gives the Yankees their first big hit when they come home? That Todd Frazier, 2017 homer. Who's it going to be? So I'm assuming they stick with the same top of the order. Bader, Judge. Well, Stanton was Rizzo. three tonight because of the lefties, but probably go Rizzo, then Stanton. Yeah, you're looking for someone to get that big two or three and home run in the, in the first oh, inning yeah. again. Yeah. The same way that it happened in Game Five against Cleveland, like that that Stanton home run in the in the first inning on uh, in Game Five just relieved the tension. So that's what you're looking for, and then you can just send Garrett Cole out there, go throw your 110 pitches, and hopefully it's seven innings, and we can we can cruise to a win here. Um, so I don't know who's my prediction, Stanton again, because you know what, he's been showing up more often than not in these postseason games with with a big hit. I mean, not every at bat looks pretty. But he's got a lot of damage to his name. You know who doesn't have a lot of damage to his name? Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. But it's because the roof is open. Oh, God. Oh, they're not going to live that one down either. Scott? The roof is open at Yankee Stadium, and Aaron Judge will cut through that fucking wind and put a ball into uh, 233B. Should, it'll be uh, a majestic. It'll be a because it will be an off-speed pitch. He, you know what he's going to do? This is what's going to happen. He's going to take that fucking curveball from Lance McCullers, and he's going to shove it so far up his ass. That ball is going to go uh, over the foul pole into section two thirty-three. I'm going to catch it with my bare fucking hands. Um, we should make close the roof shirts. Separate close the roof. Yes, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's like you have a kid and haven't left the house. <laughs> How about that fan trying to trying to give the oh, some momentum? I gotta read you guys thing. quick. Uh, they had uh, Altuve had some quotes on it on the wild. fan. Uh, wild. Uh, hold on quickly. It's annoying that they don't show it. Quote on quote. Just, just, that I would have been the most exciting thing that happened tonight. I saw. Yeah. Wait. Well, after you hear this, you're gonna you're gonna even you're gonna double down on that. Quote unquote, I saw he was in an Astros jersey and I knew he was safe. I was ready to take a selfie with him, but then security came and did their job. He was telling me that he spent all of his money on the ticket and that we needed a win. 
He's about what? to spend. He had a conversation with him. Yeah, getting out of jail. <laughs> he was giving him a hug. Altuve hugged back. It's so strange. All right. Well, I can see Altuve doing that. <clears throat> That's a wrap for this podcast, guys. Um, enjoy the off day. Get some sleep. We'll talk to you again after game three. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. Make sure you find us on iTunes and subscribe so you can get all new episodes directly onto your phone. If you do like the show, we'd love for you to take a minute and give us a five-star rating and review in iTunes. It really helps us out and allows us to create more shows. We're on Twitter at Bronx Pinstripes and the same on Facebook. You can always find us there talking Yankee baseball. Thanks again, guys, for your support. Really appreciate it. And go Yankees. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.